With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not only is my friend Courtney Greth an entrepreneur, a licensed massage therapist, Reiki practitioner, and a certified yoga massage therapist, she is a lightning in a bottle. Her energy, her enthusiasm for personal development is hard to contain. And I did not want to. Okay? She was very candid throughout this conversation about anxiety, boundaries, and the journey towards practicing self-care. There truly is no better way to promote your business than practicing what you preach. So I want you to pay attention to how the energy shifted after we took a deep breath. It really is nature's reset button. If you like this episode, give me a rating. If you love this episode, share it with three people. Make sure you subscribe and follow so that you never miss out on another episode. And remember, take a breath. You are listening to the Cornerstone Conversations podcast, where we invite and ignite mindful moments through education-driven, people-oriented, principled conversation. I'm your host, Chris Didion. Let's chat. Can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully, and I can't wait for everyone to hear you beautifully as well. Christy, you are so beautiful, and I am so thrilled. Good. You look amazing, by the way. You're glowing. Thank you, boo. You too? I see. Are you in oh the office God. right now? Are you in your lab? No, I'm in my home this morning, 8.30 a.m., not to the office yet. Yes. Love that. <laughs> your house literally looks like it would be what your office is, which tells me that you're not BSing, and you actually practice what you preach. You know what, Christy? I am all about consistency mm. and authenticity. Love that. <laughs> uh, how have you been? Oh my God. Christy. Oh, I have been. I have been. How have you been? I, I too have been. I'm doing this crazy thing we call life. <laughs> Journey. We really are doing it live. I just can't describe any, any other. I can't use any other words to describe how we're doing it. Because it's pretty much live. V twenty sixteen, doing it live. Oh, doing it live. Gosh, yes, we're doing it. Yeah. Well, how are things? I know. Well, you're in Colorado, so I don't know how the restrictions are, but I only know the Northeast restrictions. But like, how is that starting back up with the phases and all that? Before we really get rolling, I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> I love it. You're already. We haven't even gotten into any of the juicy stuff. You're like, wow, this is amazing and seen. <laughs> I am enthused. I am 
excited. I am enthralled. Yes. Yeah, just all the e, just all the e words. I'm just I'm just eccentric. so happy to be here with you. Eccentric, eclectic. <laughs> Should I just make that the title? Eccentric, eclectic, electric. <laughs> woogie woogie woogie. Woogie 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 woogie. Oh my gosh! Yes, let us continue. <laughs> this is the this is the episode. It's just us saying words matched together. <laughs> no content. So much fun. No content. Just vibing. <laughs> mm, mm, we're here. Vibing. Mm, mm. Get it. Yes. Get it. Get it. <laughs> and we got it. And yes. See. So, and five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Um, golly, let me see. Let me think about how it's been. I feel like Colorado in general has done fairly well mm-hmm. with following the rules. Yeah. Some more than others, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, restaurants are open, bars are open, public parks have been open. Um, life, life is good here. Definitely never taking anything for granted ever again in my whole entire young adult life and beyond. Good. And beyond. But, yes. How about you? Love it. Also, I love that where you're are thinking you? ahead. I'm in yes, Springfield. I'm- you're in Springfield. I'm in. Oh I'm in God. the field. Still in the field. But still in the birthplace. Still in the birthplace. Basketball. Hopefully, How's been? it's been all right. I mean, me personally, I've been adhering as closely as I can, just because I want to be able to visit my sister. My mom's a nurse. My dad is all the comorbidities. So <laughs> if I need to like leave at a drop of a hat, I want to be able to like just go, Ooh. and not be worried that I have anything or I'm bringing anything. Or I ha- like, you know, so, I mean, that's something to have tried to reiterate and really yeah. verbalize with my roommates of like, look, we're all adults here. So obviously you're going to make the decisions you make. However, know that they affect me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if they get in the way of me being with my family, then we have an issue. Mm-hmm. Boundaries. Right? We love boundaries. Yes. We yes. love them. Love them. So, I mean, and... I think something that people forget is with boundaries, you do need to reverbalize them. Mm-hmm. Myself included, like I get messed up and then I was like, I already said it once. I don't need to say it again. And I think it's just the old school mentality. I feel like that's like nineties mentality, but like, I think we're going to break that cycle with our generation of like, no, it's okay. Like to repeat yourself when it comes to like, no, this is what I prefer. This is what I want. Also mm-hmm. understanding that it can change. It's like a traffic light, you know? I'm green right. right now. Maybe if I'm yellow one day and yellow might turn to red, like, you know, so. And recognizing that that is okay, that we can change our minds in an mm. instant. That is so acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. I say a bunch of people that I've talked to are on this, are on a similar path on a similar journey of learning boundaries, learning connection, learning Mm -hmm. the importance of relationships, especially now more than ever. Yes. And the importance of boundaries and stating what you need. That's not a bad thing. It's not selfish. It's, it's self-care, which is also community care because when you take care of yourself, you indirectly, and I suppose directly take care of everyone else around you because you are your best and full self. You talk more about community care. What actually is that? What does that look like? Community care. Yes, indeed. I feel like self-care has been such, so mainstream these days. 
maybe that's just because of the work I do and my own, my own heart songs on what I want to sing <laughs> uh, to the world. Uh, but, <laughs> but I feel like self-care, it's in our faces on mm-hmm. Instagram, on Facebook, in the yep. world, conversations that we have, all the podcasts that we're getting into these days. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is self-care, but self-care is there because it's greater than ourselves. Mm. Because when we take care of ourselves and do what we do and just not even love ourselves, but just at least like ourselves and accept ourselves and allow things to come through in our lives that might work for us or might not work for us, all of these things affect everyone else in our lives. Yeah. How do you think, it's not just you, it totally is being like, push i don't want to say propaganda because that makes it sound way too on the extreme end but like self-care is being pushed it's like self-care take care of yourself self-care self-care go get a massage massage go go do a face mask like go watch netflix self-care self-care but self-care looks different for everyone Mm. and we have to understand that self-care is not your emergency kit Self-care is not the thing that you have stowed away in the glass and then when you've already reached peak panic and anxiety that you hit the hammer and just like, oh, give me the face mask, I need the scrub. Like, I need one, the Spotify playlist. Yeah, give me the Spotify play. Like, That's not going to fix what's been building for days, weeks, months, years. It's not, it, like you need to be constantly doing it. And if that's scheduling time in to be doing those things that you love, do that. But I also heard a very interesting, I don't want to say theory because it was just, uh, we were just riffing, but um, at, at my job, she was talking about how self-care is somewhat rooted in white supremacy in the sense of the ability to rest is something afforded to other populations that it's not for some. Yes. Yeah. Which, I mean, she didn't say that second part like that, but like I, I, she said it as it's things for white people, but I really uh, interpret that as it's a privilege and a benefit for some people to be like, I need to rest or I need to take a vacation. And then you have other people who have like Hamilton syndrome, I call it, where it's like, they feel like they're running out of time where they're like, I need to, like, if I don't get this done now, like my life can end like that. My moment can end like that. My shot can be thrown away like that. 100%. I, hmm, let me think. Yes, because granted, I have no kids. Mm-hmm. I'm in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And I am craving flexibility in my life already mm-hmm. without having these major responsibilities in my life. So that's why I've been so grateful so grateful the gratitude is non-stop mm-hmm. um ooh, sidebar tangent time love it gratitude is a form of self-care mm. and just being present where you're at even if it's horrible even if it's even if it doesn't feel good mm-hmm. if it's uncomfortable sitting and just being grateful for each breath oh sister, this has gotten me through quarantine and gotten mm. me through the lull of having to shut down with my business and communicating with friends and oh, all the, all the good stuff. Just sitting in gratitude and paying attention to your breathing. 
So it's not even, you know what, I'm going to go back on what I just said. It's not even being in gratitude. It's literally paying attention to your breath and that's all you have to do. And guess what? It is free 99 and you can do it anywhere. <laughs> yes. And so that's, that, could, that is a form of self-care for me. That could be a, self, a form of self-care for someone else. Breathe, breathing, oh my gosh, I'm just going to talk about breathing. Breathing is do. something that we can all do all the time. That can just be baseline self-care for folks who say that I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. So that's what, that's my jam, breathing, breathing's type. I think you said something pretty profound in the sense of like having a gratitude attitude where it's, okay, I'm in this moment. This really sucks. I'm going to feel it. Embracing the suck. Yeah. And I think that this pandemic showed, this pandemic has shown so many things in the sense of the health inequity, inequality, in sense of the racial inequality and inequity, but in the sense of a mental, from a mental standpoint, so many people are so uncomfortable with being still. Christy, Where are you I, going? Have said, I have <laughs> said, I have said the sentence time and time again, we are not human doings. We are human beings. Mm. Oh, I love that. Oh, it just hits so hard, it so does. deep in the heart because yeah. it's in the name. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to be. We are <laughs> not like we're supposed to do anything. We shouldn't really, we're not supposed to be doing anything. We should, we shouldn't, should, should we should stop shitting ourselves, mm-hmm. ourselves pretty much. You know, we shouldn't be doing anything right now unless it's life or death. Mm-hmm. We can just be and it's okay. We don't have to respond to the emails that have been sitting there for a couple of days. We do not, we do not have the obligation to share space with someone who won't really light us up and fill us up with joy at any given time. It's okay to say no. No is a complete sentence. It's a subject and a predicate. You said it, sister. Yes, and even and it is okay. <laughs> even so, I'm gonna drive this. My foundation is in Catholic religion, but it's there's this verse. Uh, and there's this this parable of this story in which Jesus is on a boat with the 12 apostles and they're cruising, right? They're on a boat. Granted, this is like old and olden time. So this isn't like a fancy yacht. This is like regular, regular boat. Like it has one layer or one. Yeah, one deck. And this storm just comes in and it's a brewing. It's bad. Like, uh, you know, the water's coming over the, the bow and it's it's bad. And all these apostles are fearing for their lives because, one, we as a society, which I feel like hasn't changed, we aren't attuned with the concept of mortality and that we will all die one day. Uh, And two, that death looks different. It's not just your physical body. It can be death of a job, death of a relationship. Death represents change. But in this moment, they're fearing death and they're like, oh, my God, we're going to die at sea. We're going to die at sea, which in that time is like probably one of the biggest fears (laughs) that you could have, right? And, you know, while this is all happening, this, this tumultuous situation is happening, Jesus is napping. He's napping below the deck. And they're like, oh, my God, what is going on? They're trying to, like, put up the sail. They're trying to do all this stuff. They're being frantic. They're, they're moving around. They're frantic. They're frantic. And then one of the apostles goes down and wakes up Jesus. And, Jesus, and he's like, yo, save us, bro. <laughs> we are going to die, D-I-E, die. And... 
you know, Jesus wakes up, I'm assuming that he was very like irked in like, you know, he's happy. He's hundred percent divine, hundred percent human irked to be awoken in this situation. Mm. I hate being waking up from a nap. He gets up. Yep, yeah, not he, a fan. <laughs> so he wakes <laughs> up and, you know, he's, he's sheepily getting up from his, his nap and going up to the deck and like, he's taking his time and everyone around him. It's like, what's going on? Come on. We gotta, we gotta set up. We gotta prepare for, you know, if, if the boat capsizes and then Jesus goes to the front of the boat and he goes, be still. Peace, be still. And the heavens open up, the waters calm. And it's in that moment, yeah, exactly. And it's in that moment that they have this understanding of like, who the heck is this guy that he can calm the seas, he can move mountains, like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be still and it's it's a matter of faith but it's like we have to have faith our body knows what the hell it needs to do our body is a beautifully crafted machine and it's always aching to adapt it's always aching to reach homeostasis so why are you trying to move you think you know better than your body try that you're gonna be burnt out enjoy that <laughs> swimming upstream will get you nowhere nowhere it's all about going with the flow, mm. moving with the waves of the ocean. Right. Maybe it's a little rickety. Maybe it's a little scary. But hey, guess what? We're just here. We're floating. We're going with it. We're hey. vibing. We're vibing. We're vibing. <laughs> yeah, we ain't capsizing because right. we're just we're just floating. Yeah. So yeah. I want I want to even continue on that concept of self care practices because you talked about breathing. It's free ninety nine. You mm. talked about just being. What are some other self-care practices that you recommend to your clients or your patients or honestly just anyone on the street? For sure. <laughs> For, it's interesting. With my clients in my office, I give them Courtney, the massage therapist guidance mm. moving forward. And then I give them Courtney friend guidance moving forward. Mm. For instance, um, let, me, let me think of an example. So I love to show people different kinds of stretches that they might not be aware about from your average YouTube video, yeah. uh, different stretches for people who sit are, who are sitting at desks all day, people who are standing all day for their job, people who are losing their minds and they are hella anxious, by the way, anxious people are my people. And so I give them, so I give them more of the clinical based, more, more physiological, physical advice. And then I give them more down to earth, realistic human advice. And so for instance, I might say, okay, do this stretch three times a day, hold it for 30 seconds, four times each. And within seven days, you will notice a difference. Mm. Friend Courtney says, it's really not realistic to do this stretch four times a day, holding for 30 seconds, three times. I don't do that. I only preach what I practice myself. So it's okay if you miss days. It is okay if you forget to do the stretch entirely because it's all about bringing awareness to yourself and what your body needs because your body knows what your body needs. Like you said, it's that intuitive nature, you know, Jesus take the wheel, just be still. So for instance, if someone is 
experiencing a heavy anxiety time. I mean, who isn't these days? <laughs> mm. But you know, if someone is, is coming in and they really feel like they need to settle and they're just so tired of being anxious and all in their head, I give them things that I do in my own life to help manage and soothe my own anxiety. But then I also say, it's okay to, to do unhealthy coping mechanisms, to just get through the moment. It is okay. Mm -hmm. We are all human. No one is perfect. I will be the first one to say, I'm no angel. I have, I, I love a good unhealthy coping mechanism. I love numbing with TV. There is nothing better. Mm. And just substance use, big fan every now and then, you know, mm, mm. and it's okay, but just always come back to yourself and listen to your body. And the best way to do that is to be still and breathe and just ask yourself, Ooh, I'm recognizing this feeling. I'm going to let this feeling be there. I'm going to ask why this feeling is there. And then I'm just going to meet myself with some grace and some self-compassion here because it's okay. There's no owner's manual to life. It is okay to mm. freak out. But again, always having that awareness of it. Easier said than done. That 100%. is faux show. Yes. <laughs> As you were talking, I kind of thought of this concept or you were talking in the sense of like, you know, you're moving around, but it's okay to just, if you have a moment of like, you know what? I do want to just have a nice IPA <laughs> and I don't want to think about 10. anything. Yeah. Or 10. <laughs> I don't really want to think about anything right now. So I'm going to watch a reality TV show because I've been thinking all day. Um, Turning think, the brain off is a beautiful thing every now and then. You got to get Sometimes a nothing box. Sometimes every day. Got to get a nothing box, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And if we don't get, allow ourselves the chance to be still, how can you let your body tell you what it needs? The body doesn't forget. I'm starting this book called The Body Keeps Score. Ooh, I keep hearing that. I think I'm taking uh, that as like a spiritual like note that I need to buy that book. That is the fourth time I've heard that title. Ping. Yeah. Ping. Hello. Yep. That's for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love, love that. No such thing as a coincidence. Yep. The Body Keeps Score. It is delicious so far. Uh, I, yeah, like I said, I'm, I literally just read um, the front and back and the first two pages, but it is a ride. <laughs> You're already <laughs> I'm obsessed with it I've learned it time and time again from from athletic training I learned I learned about the physical part of everything and I knew like there's got to be something more it's just mm. not adding up when people aren't getting better and so that's why I'm just obsessed with the emotional mental spiritual aspect of of being in touch with yourself and health and wellness. And I know that you asked, asked me directly about that right now. <laughs> I love it. I just had to share. Yeah, we're having it. We're, we're driving. We're riffing. We're having a conversation. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's, it goes beyond the physical. Everything in life goes beyond the physical. And I will just bet my life on that because it has just been true for me time and time again. It's love so that. rad. Yeah. It's, it is so rad. I mean, such a gift. It's an, it's a superpower. I don't even know if it's it's a superpower to be able to like go into a room and be like, "Ooh, my heart rates, my heart's racing a little bit. Let me look around the room. What's causing this?" Hmm. Noticing, just noticing without judgment. Right. Mm -hmm. Taking a deep breath is your reset button because it's forcing the dilation, it's forcing the blood to go to those working tissues, and it's just 
Oh, Chrissy, I actually needed that. Is it okay if we do two more together? Two more yes. deep breaths? let us. Ah, delightful. <laughs> Let's do it. Mm, yes, please. And thank you. How do you feel after that? What do you notice in your body? Oh my gosh. I feel like I've gone a little slower. I feel like we're now at a, a slower pace, but it's like a milliliter, a mi- milliliter, millimeter. <laughs> Some I've, unit of measurement. Yes. Doesn't <laughs> measurements are man-made <laughs> constructs anyway. Um, oh, run and tell that. <laughs> I'm the biggest man-made construct. Um, Time is an illusion and nothing matters and no one exists. <laughs> just as just as my previous podcast episode, everything's canceled. Everything <laughs> everything's <is> valid. Canceled. <laughs> everything is valid, but everything is canceled. Oh my gosh. It's the best conundrum of our world right now. But even with like, honestly, we forget to make time to breathe. And I think it's because we're always doing it that we forget that like, no, 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 no. Three, four quality deep breaths. will set you up. Set. will set. set you up. And it's not even a positive or, or a negative thing. Mm-hmm. It's neutrality. The beauty of neutrality, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is so amazing. Yeah. Because in life, we label things. Mm-hmm. all the time so yeah. we can make sense of things but you know what some things don't have to be made sense of it's okay because that's kind of the mystery of life you know just to go a little bit deeper we don't know what happens when we die literally no one knows people have had experiences that they share about their near death or they died and they came back experiences and i found with with listening to those stories that some are very different and it's just so individual. It's insane in the membrane, Christy. Mm-hmm. Nobody yes. knows. Nobody. Nobody knows. <laughs> Rock your body. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. But it, like, you think about that sentence. Nobody knows what happens when we die. It's really hysterical. I, I laugh when I get in my head and have my own anxiety spirals and yeah. think about just life in general. Oh, what's the meaning of life? Why are we here? Why am I here? Oh, it's right. all about me. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Ah! Right. All of those things. Right. And it just comes back to connection, connection to material things. Yes. Connection mm-hmm. to people. Yes. Connection to ideas. It's just all about the connection. Yeah. Well, you kind of talked about a connection a little bit before where you're talking about when you were doing athletic training or when you were studying athletic training and you were having this conundrum of like, there has to be more because my, some of my athletes are not getting better. Like there has to be a step more. And is that what led you to massage therapy? Yes. I heard this. Well, well, yes and no, mm-hmm. yes and no and neutral mm-hmm. <laughs> to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so as for studying, athletic training let me think um college was a very high anxiety time for sure for me i mean for a lot of folks for sure yeah yes and so i was always in my head i was always i was just always in my head and at that time i 
I was just so confused about life. I was like, who am I? Where am I going? What is the point of all of this? Is college mm. a scam? Is this going to help me in my life and my career? Yeah. Because I felt like, I felt like at that time, athletic training wasn't my true calling. I loved it. Mm. I was pretty good at it, but it just wasn't, it wasn't that it feeling. And I knew that it feeling exists because I felt that it feeling with different other things, with other, other things in my life at that time and before. Mm-hmm. And it's also just this mystery of, you know, who are we? Where are we going? What's the point of all this? Mm-hmm. And so I was just always chasing that it feeling. And let me, let me think about this for a second. Absolutely. You're allowed to think. I love thinking so much. And thank you for creating the safe container. So I can think. Goodness gracious. What's the rush? <sighs> What's the rush? I'm in no hurry. Listeners in no hurry. I mean, if they are, they can speed up this section. <laughs> autonomy so important so let me think about this so athletic training could you repeat the question that you asked me pretty yeah so talking about connection no problem talking about connection and the irony of this can i just say the irony of this connection because i just got like in my head so much about thinking about saying the perfect answer yeah because I'm not connected with myself because I'm thinking about what people want to hear and I'm not thinking about what Courtney wants to share with you. How crazy is that? I love this moment. Oh my gosh. I love this moment. Moment of silence. Here's the deal. I want to frame this for you then Courtney. Okay. I love all my listeners. I love this moment. I asked you to be on this because I know you have something to share a Courtney ism to share. A story to share. You are an expert within your own field, and that field is life. Don't worry about what the listeners want to hear, because if they don't want to hear it, they have that autonomy to wait till next week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we love about boundaries. Right? We love it. If they don't love it, say no. That's okay. I want to leave a space. If I worry about everyone loving what I'm putting out, I'm not putting out what I love. Content's not going to be potent. Follow up on that gorgeous little statement that you just said. Mm. Starting my business, Mm. uh, my my massage practice here in Denver. I I am about 10 months into it. And I'd say from month one to month seven or eight, anxiety, spiral, shitstorm. (laughs) Yes, because in my own little wonky mental health state, I was doing things for my business that I thought was for other people. And the more that I focused on what other people wanted, what I thought society wanted me to be as a massage therapist, what I thought, what I thought, simple things that like that my family, what I thought my friends would want to see, just really, really nitpicky little things, the more anxious I got and the more not connected to myself that I was. And I kept swimming upstream in that way. I kept, you know, raising the sails and battening down the hatches with, you know, Jesus and his comrades on the boat right. while he's napping. I was not napping. I was in full on freak out mode. Mm-hmm. And I was so, so good at hiding it because that's what anxious people do. They, they are do. so good at hiding it. Mm-hmm. So they can have this face. They meaning me, because I'm speaking from my own personal experience. We put on this facade like, Ooh, I make no mistakes. 
I got this. I'm, I'm, I'm already an expert. It's all good. You know, having that little ego dance, Mm -hmm. which I have learned time and time again is no bueno Mm -hmm. for anyone. And it doesn't do anyone any good. And so the more that I was able to sit with myself and be still and breathe through it and do some unhealthy coping mechanisms every now and then Mm -hmm. with a, I'd say a healthy balance of healthy coping mechanisms for (laughs) anxiety and all that, all that goodness. The more I just said, chuck it in the fuck it bucket. I'm just going to share my messages because your mess is your message. So I'm just going to speak from my life, my world, my own experiences and what I've learned in school and just bring it all together Mm. and just, mm, just give people Courtney because I feel like I got, yeah, I totally got this big message and a statement that really resonates with me is that our souls don't speak English. Mm. Yeah. What do you think about that statement? I love it. It gave me goosies. Mm, Delish. I, uh, the lessons and people want to hear from you. I think that's something that gets forgotten. Like the lessons that we learn are from our failures, from our successes. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who gets things first tried doesn't learn nearly as much as someone who gets things after their second try, their third try, their fourth try. And something that you said, as far as like, I was worried so much about what other people wanted to see me as, as far as a massage therapist or Courtney, the athletic trainer. We worry so much what people want to see when in actuality, people who love us, care for us, want us to win. All they want to see is you. Mm-hmm. That's all they want to see. I'll say it again. We worry so much about what we think other people want to see us as. So if I'm going to give myself that title of professor, we worry so much of like, oh, I got to dress up. I got to look like this. I got to I gotta make sure that I present it in this way and I can't make this mistake. That you lose sight of actually teaching your content, teaching your course, teaching the lessons that you've learned and that are to your benefit because you're putting so much energy and posturing and trying to not slip up to show a piece of yourself when in actuality, people just want to see you. And I I love that you were like, okay, Courtney, the massage therapist, this is what I'm going to suggest you do for stretches, but it's like Courtney, the friend, like, listen, girl, (laughs) yeah let me give it to you i don't even well it's like it's even with training i'm sure most of us have been in that situation where they're not the supervisor but you've been working at a place long enough and there's like a meme about this and it's so true you're working at a place long enough and it's like you're teaching the new person um what needs to be done and it's like Mm -hmm. you're really not supposed to do this but i do it this way Mm -hmm. right we love a good gray area. Love we it. Love it. Mm. Used to happen it when home. Yeah, it brings well, us home for it, sure. It used to happen all the time when I would work at the campus union at the desk. It's like, okay, you're really not supposed to answer like this, but it's easier and more efficient if you answer this way. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes we forget that the manual way isn't the practical way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So I think it's really profound. I think, I think you getting to the answer is 
a beautiful depiction, art imitates life, right? Beautiful depiction of how you ended up in Colorado and are now there doing your business, right? Because it's, well, it's, we have this traditional trajectory. We go to college or even before that, you go to high school, you go to college, you get to your senior year, you're supposed to either find a job or go to grad school. You can't really journey in between that. You want to make sure that whatever your degree is, that you're actually doing that where it's like, it's okay if you leave the four years and decide no. Yes, exactly. And we have not normalized that. Do you want to waste that money? Do you want to be in debt? No, I don't think anyone wants that. No one should want to be in debt, which is why I think it's, and I've said this before, doing that exploration in the front end will save you so much money, time, energy Energy. and heartache and heartache pain save us some pain right life is painful as it is let's save a little bit of it you know follow follow the bliss of your heart and soul yeah you know and and not everyone's afforded that right and i and i see the privilege in being able to kind of journey and discover teaching and being able to know that okay i don't need a salary job with benefits at the moment per se, like some people aren't afforded that right or that privilege. And I I see my privilege in that, but I think we need to support individuals who say, I want to take a gap year and just work. Excellent. Fine. Rock it out. Go for it. Follow your curiosities, not even follow your bliss, but follow what you're curious about because that will lead you to your passions. That is not a Courtney quote. That is a, Ooh, we're going to fact check this bad boy. I believe it's Elizabeth Gilbert. Uh, Yeah. I love her. Big fan. Uh, Yeah. She speaks the truth for sure. Let me think. (laughs) Yes. Follow your curiosities because that's, that's kind of exactly what I did before I even knew that was a thing. Mm. I knew moving West, I would grow, learn, change before I even wanted to learn, grow and change before I, before I started being addicted to personal growth and learning and changing and evolving (laughs) (laughs) obsessed with it. It's, it's, it rocks. It's cause it's the raw, real human experience. Mm. That's really it. That's what I crave. It's what makes me tick. I don't know about you. I'm sure you could resonate with that. Yeah, I I do. I do resonate with it. Yeah. There's something about giving yourself an aha moment. And giving yourself the permission to have aha moments. Yes. Giving yourself the space for the aha moments, even if you might not know what that looks like. Absolutely. And it's such a beautifully human feeling. And if you look, it is such a beautiful feeling or something to click within yourself and it's equally as beautiful when it clicks within a learner someone who you are teaching and it's like no think of it like this and it just and I, I think I don't know if this happens with you in your practice but having clients and patients come in and they just buy into it. Like if it's those difficult patients, those clients who are like, yeah, you're like my fourth massage therapist. So we'll see how this mm-hmm. goes. And then there's just and then that they got it. light. There's a glow. There's an air. There's an aura around them. That's like, I get it. I believe in this. I'll be it's, back. Oh, 
gosh, I uh, right so many positive, happy feelings with that. Yeah, because that's a, that's the most wonderful example of how it goes beyond the physical mm. and how our souls don't speak English. Mm. It is golly gee, I can't even describe it because that's that's how it is. It is just that it feeling, that aha moment, that 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 beam of light that kind of comes through, you know, yeah. it's just that lightness, not, not so much a heaviness in weight, but a lightness in weight where it's like, ah, oh, I feel like a feather and everything feels connected and everything makes sense. But at the same time, it doesn't. And guess mm. what? That's okay. That it doesn't make sense because that's just it. Oh, how trippy is that? Well, ah! it's, it's the acceptance of a pursuit. It's mm-hmm. the acceptance of nothing's ever finished. It's the acceptance of, whoa, I just made a big stride. Let's keep going. Like go and just celebrating yourself. It is okay to celebrate yourself and be proud of how far you've come and know that you're never going to reach where you're going. I got to send you a Matthew McConaughey spiel. You definitely have seen this. Maybe. Of him, perhaps. Well, I don't want to assume, but it's him, I believe, at the Golden Globes and he talks about his heroes mm. and how his hero is 10 years away and he's never going to reach that hero. Mm. It's, it's, it's a fascinating little talk. And of course the misty eyes come in and it's like, Oh yeah. After you watch the video, you want to just follow your dreams. As <laughs> cheesy as that sounds. I watch that video and I'm down and it works every time. Uh, and just looking at him is really, really. You enjoy fun. that. Yeah. yeah. Not, not gonna turn the video off. Just going to keep eye contact. (laughs) Great work. Love him in Sahara. Just watched that a few weeks ago. Yes. So you watched Matthew McConaughey accept his Golden Globe, and immediately after the video finishes, you start your business. Why? (laughs) You were so empowered that you were like, I'm going to start a business. Uh, Um, Yes. (laughs) Why why Colorado? Because you're originally from the Northeast. Yes, I well, grew up in upstate. Oh, yes. I, I, I call it the Northeast. Yes, yeah. Northeastern United States, upstate yeah. New York. Yep. A couple hours north of the city, an hour and a half away from Springfield. Okay. Um, why Colorado? Um, well, one of our great mutual friends, Christiane Casset, she mm. worked for a camp in the Paul Newman Network. She worked at a camp out in um, LA, San Diego area. And that's a camp for kids with chronic and life-threatening illnesses. And I am a camp counselor at heart. And so she was my humanics professor my first year at Springfield. And she told me about this camp. I'm like, you are my kind of human. It is so great that you can just go and work this camp during your summers in between semesters. I'm like, holy cow, I'm in. But California doesn't click for me. I want to go somewhere else that clicks. And Colorado did that. Uh, it's just the mountains. It's, it's, it's just, I felt like it was just my people there. Everyone mm. was so laid back. Everyone was wearing Chacos and, and 100% cotton uh, and it was amazing. And yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and so I decided to, at that time, follow my curiosity. And I was so grateful to go out to a camp called Roundup River Ranch. And I worked there for a few weeks that summer as a volunteer and as soon as I stepped off that plane at Eagle Airport, 
it was like a washing wave of delicious, cozy goodness that I couldn't even describe. Again, that growth, learning and changing. Mm. I totally came home to myself in that moment. It was rad as hell. Did the camp met amazing people and that, and the, the people and the kiddos really solidified like, ah, yes, my people are here. My goal is to move to Colorado at some point in my life because this land is unreal and it gives you life before I even really knew what that meant. I'm like, I just have to be out here. I don't know. Something's pulling me. I'm leaning into it. Yeah. It's going to be fine. (laughs) It's going to be fine. So that was my first moment of like, wow, Colorado. Like the, 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 these, this is, this is my land. These are my people. Mm. And so right after Springfield, um, well, uh, just to say the best part about athletic training was getting my hands on the athletes and physiologically making a difference in their tissues from a clinical standpoint, mm. but then also just making them feel good. I love people say, that feels good. I'm like, Oh yeah, I helped you do that. I helped to facilitate the good, happy endorphins pumping through. I am obsessed with this and I would love to do this for a living. So enter massage school. So I applied to a couple schools out here and I went to a very hippie. uh, I mean, not, not so hippie crunchy, but yes, hippie crunchy, more, more so energetic, less clinical, even though it was still anatomy and physiology heavy, there were other components in the education that really just mwah, chef's kiss. It really hit at home, mm. hit home for me because Springfield was so intense with cadaver labs and modalities and all of the science evidence-based research. And, and during Springfield, I was like, ah, but it goes beyond the physical, right? And they were mm-hmm. like, no, but they were like, yes, <laughs> stop, but we don't Courtney. really go into that. <laughs> yeah, stop it, you hippie, go smoke weed in Colorado. So I said, okay. <laughs> So here we are. <laughs> so the, the school in Boulder that I attended was very small. We learned chakras. We learned energy. I connected with other people outside of school. So I, I met my Reiki master who, who attuned me to Reiki's level one and two. And that just cracked me open. It was delicious and your previous podcast with Matt I re-listened to the Reiki part a few times because I just love hearing people talk about the magic of it I have my Reiki master on yeah I have her on she's she's phenomenal she's she's the best she's the goat um she's a Reiki master in training so we talked about the different levels and then we kind of integrated like Reiki gets a bad rap, but that's only because in Western medicine, we have unfortunately put pharmacological and traditional medical doctors on this pedestal, whereas movement is medicine, energy is healing, like food is love. Like there are all these factors that it's not just like your physical body. Chiropractic is... The reason that I personally love chiropractic is because it integrates the concept of the mind and spirit into healing. Mm-hmm. Those the three woo-woo. T's. The it's woo woo. It is. I love it. it it's the, the, see, the soul can't speak English. Yeah. The woo woo works. It works. It works. It I works. mean, some, some stuff out there is like really 
really very cuckoo, woo-woo. really cuckoo nutty bananas. Um, but the <laughs> woo-woo of it, it's just so great. And that's what, and that's what I found, especially with, um, with my clients is that yes, they come in with pain and we start to just really attack that pain at the spot, yeah. at the surrounding areas. Yeah. And then they realize, Oh, I feel like a thousand pounds lighter. What the heck is going on? I feel, I didn't realize how much stress I was holding on to. I didn't realize how fast my mind was racing. Yes, bitch. I don't call my clients that word, but I'm like, (laughs) yes, I'm just showing my passion right now with my language. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, even chiropractic, it's the three T's, thoughts, toxins, traumas. Thoughts, toxins, traumas. And if there's a blockage that's not allowing those to move out of you, there's disease rather than ease. There's illness instead of wellness. There's dysfunction instead of function. So if you're not handling those, and those can really be applied to most healthcare provider scopes. If you have certain toxins and you say your kidneys aren't working, <laughs> there's a dysfunction. You know, mentally. And what's the, and what's, what's the energetic? What, what are, what's the energetic component behind that i mean your your thoughts can create energy right if we say enough negative things in a day we're probably going to have a negative day because thoughts affect every single cell in our body yes i've listened to this on a on something recently i i gotta look back and see what that's all about definitely want to listen to that again but it's so crazy how our brains yes they are physically here but it extends out Mm -hmm. to our fingers and toes yeah, that's and I, I also learned another quote recently. Our bodies are like a spider web. So if you pull on one little strand of that spider web, the whole web gets affected. That's true for I'm a little biased massage. Yeah, but for a Cairo for Reiki with the energy with the energetic body for sure. taking a medication for for treating a certain symptom, you know, mm-hmm. it just affects the whole system. Love yeah. a good holistic approach. Well, pain is the last thing to show up, the first thing to leave. So if mm-hmm. we are not actually in tune with ourselves, we're going to think like, oh, the pain is gone. I'm better, which often happens. So people stop taking their medication. People stop doing the stretches that are working. People stop going to maintain what has been working without understanding that years of trauma requires years of work to support mm-hmm. the healing. And the body keeps score. Always. Mm, 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 mm. Body keeps score. The body never forgets. Never. We are emotional, energetic beings. And we're we're energetic beings. Yeah. We we unconsciously store thoughts, memories, emotions in our tissues. Mm -hmm. The best sessions are when people emote um, on the massage table. Mm. It's a beautiful raw gorgeous thing that occurs because they're just shedding the crud that doesn't belong to them that doesn't serve them it could be other people's energies that a lot latched on it could be their own self-limiting beliefs Hmm. you know yeah it's really it's so special and incredibly profound to do the work Hmm. do you and i guess you're biased to this but i want to ask from a massage therapist lens those who come on your table or lay on your table with say anxiety 
or depression? What are the differences that you see if there are any? Mm, compared to someone who's not outwardly expressing that they're dealing with? Yes. Different kinds of things with mental health? Yeah. Mm, I'd say on the table, it's not all that different. Uh, but when during, the, during that intake process, when they're first coming in and we're sitting and we're having a conversation, that compared to the outtake process of debriefing a bit, you know, handling the logistics of the business, like getting payment and scheduling the next session, things like that. It is a shift of energy that occurs on the table receiving. There's not, I, from my experience, there hasn't been much difference yet Mm -hmm. because people have said the same things after the massage for someone who has come in and they're really high strung and they're really, you know, front row seat on the struggle bus that day. They come in, they're all frazzled. We get them settled on the table. We have the session. So, and so that's experience A. Experience B, someone comes in, I'm feeling good. I just need, you know, full body tune up. I've been working out. I've been eating right. Yeah, stress, stress has been all right. You know, nothing too crazy major to, to get into. It's like, okay, no worries. Let's just get started. So we get them on the table. Very similar experience with the techniques I do um, with either Reiki or polarity therapy with the barefoot ashiatsu massage that I do, different kinds of sports medicine techniques that I do, or not sports medicine, but sports massage techniques that I do. Yeah. Um, And at the end, both experience A and experience B, I've had this, I've experienced this a bunch of times where they say, I had no idea how stressed I was or how much I was holding on to. I did not realize that I came in feeling the way I did and I'm feeling this now. And again, soul doesn't speak English. They're kind of like a, Ooh, this was like a huge release. And it was more than just loosening tight muscles and freeing up nerve bundles. Like this was actually what they needed um, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Is it true that like people hold stress in different parts of their body or does, or does everyone hold stress like in their shoulders? I pick shoulders as a random spot. Mm -hmm. From my experience, I'd say about 95% of people carry tension at scalp, neck, shoulders, upper back, and pecs as well. That is from physically living like this, crouched, hunched on the computer, texting, memeing, Instagramming, all the things. (laughs) Churning butter. Yeah, no, we're not doing that these days. Uh, <laughs> you know, just work cart. It's, you know, it's, it's humble work on the farm. Right. <laughs> it's honest work. Milking cows, churning butter, sewing. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's physiologically that. But think about this whole area of the body at the heart, mm. the heart space. You think about the throat and the neck. That's where we speak from. You think about the head, the mind, that's where a lot of crap gets stuck up here when we're all in our head, especially folks with yeah, anxiety, depression, people who have PTSD, th- things like that. And so, um, oh, I lost my train of thought, but I'm just going to continue. Where yeah, does everyone so hold there? You said um, chest, pecs. mind neck scalp that's where you've seen a lot of people holding their stress for the fact of just it's the lifestyle that we live yep 
that's where I've seen it. That's where I've physically felt it. Mm -hmm. And I see that as soon as someone walks down the hallway into my office, I see that they are stuck and holding in certain areas of their body. Another major part where people hold stress are the hips and surprisingly the forearms, hands and calves and shins and feet. Mm. Very, very fascinating. Yes. It really is different for everyone. Most people come in, just say like, oh, my neck hurts. Oh, my shoulders hurt. I'm like, oh, girl, same. <laughs> You're like, I got you. <laughs> I know what you need. <laughs> she said, me too. Do you know anyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, because I need some help. Oh, yes. my God. I'll do you. You do mine next. <laughs> yes, massage, train, campaign. <laughs> that is so interesting. But even you saying that, uh, do you th- think that a portion of that is too, we're trying to protect our heart our throat and our mind like it's a protection or uh, a mechanism because we have a fear of like actually speaking our truth that we have a fear of letting people into our hearts we have a fear of people thinking that our thoughts are stupid i'm finding some tears in my eyes because that that hits yes ma'am wham bam thank you ma'am people are scared to feel because they're scared of the grossness mm. and the icky feelings that might come up, but those things are necessary. We, it's okay to feel and be ugly and blah and be a mess. Hot mess express, all aboard, people. Yeah. Full circle. Our mess is our message. Our mess is our message, and it's okay. It's just okay to feel. It's and it's important too, so we can move past blocks shed the crap that's not serving us so we can fully open up our hearts and our voices so we can again comes back to community care so we can bring so much more goodness and light to this world because there's so much more goodness than there is darkness in this world let's be real and just focusing on that through letting ourselves speak our truths even if the truth is ugly You'd rather have an uncomfortable truth than a comfortable lie. Mm. And I think that's what we're finding now. That we're lying sometimes. And it's okay, but at least we're learning and we're staying present with ourselves in in those heavy moments so we can shed light on our shadows. It's so necessary so we can continue to essentially live our best lives. We are so uncomfortable being uncomfortable that we have mistaken soreness for pain Mm -hmm. that growth that needs to occur when you've learned something new it can be earth shattering because it's taking away something that you already knew but it needs to happen it needs to happen and we're doing it this this whole year yes everything's canceled but, yes, everything. But it is a, I feel that it is a collective rise up. There is no, we're not going to go back to normal. This is it. We are changing the course of history. It's majorly major, yeah. majorly major. So walk me through the process of an intake. How do you determine what kind of massage a client or a patient gets when they walk in? Mm -hmm. 
I typically know, I typically have a good understanding of what they need before they come into the office. Mm -hmm. It's either someone comes to me, whether it is um, a referral from a current client, someone finds me on Instagram where they mm -hmm. find my website. And we typically talk on the phone first. Um, sometimes you don't talk on the phone, on the phone though, and it is over email or over text. Um, but I never, I never work with someone who I've not communicated with. Love that. That's yeah, we, we just got to get on the same page just to make sure that we want to work together. It's just to make sure that we're a good fit because mm -hmm. I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me. Mm. And again, that's okay. There are so many other amazing practitioners around that can help people with what, with what they need. And so they might not even need massage at that point, you know? So, so I have found through my training the past few years of learning massage and, and doing these extra courses and whatnot uh, around massage and healing wellness, all that, all that, all that good, good yeah. is that I found, I think I found the secret of massage and that is barefoot massage. Again, very biased. So I use my feet to massage for most of the time when working with people. Yeah. So with how the feet and the hands compare, of course, I use my hands when appropriate. And when I'm doing my Reiki thing, I'm always going hands-on, not, not using my feet. Yeah. But the foot um, allows for just deep, broad, consistent pressure throughout the massage. It's a way more comfortable way to receive massage. Because sometimes with hands-on massage and getting really specific with thumbs and fingers and, and, and knuckles can be a bit pokey and a bit painful. And it will not allow the body to absorb the work as well. So I love using my feet wow. um, to massage. It's very, very wonderful. Yes. So that with that technique, it's very soothing on the nervous system compared to hands-on. And I found that both from professional and my personal experience of receiving massage, hands-on for me doesn't do it for me 100%. Mm -hmm. Feet on, uh, yes, please. And thank you. Okay because of that really soothing style. Some people are just not into feet in general. Yeah. Um, and that's totally fine. <laughs> it's totally normal. Right. And so for those folks, I, I gauge, I gauge the, the vibe and, and I just straight up ask them like, are you opposed to me using my feet? Uh, we can totally skip it because it's your session. It's your time. I'm so fine with using my hands the whole time. Like I'll yeah. still give you a great massage. I promise. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then I kind of just do my thing as, as we go out through this, as we go through the session, in a way, my, my brain turns off and my body takes over. And then I, and it's just more of an intuitive thing while still keeping a good balance of being evidence-based and, and fit and physical and physiological about it. Like, Ooh, I know this muscle really enjoys this move, this active release or passive release, different kinds of techniques that I've learned from both my athletic training and massage school, and just from picking things up along the way from receiving massage for myself. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, no, no one ever receives the same massage twice. And I honestly, I don't think, I don't think I've given the same massage twice wow. from even from when I was training and getting my practice massages in with both the barefoot and, and the, and the traditional hands-on approach. I mean, yeah. I've never yeah. heard of it. I only seen the barefoot massaging like on your social media and through your promotion. Is that like a Denver thing? 
<laughs> my teacher is located in Denver. Okay. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. The company that, um, well, actually, fun fact, the founder of this company that uh, certifies massage therapists for this barefoot work uh, is in Denver. And so she's mm-hmm. retired now. And so her student took over uh, Denver, Rocky Mountain region. So I'm so grateful I didn't have to travel for this training. Yeah. Um, it was so convenient. Um, another one of those like synchronicity, synchronicity, synchronicities of life, you know, love that. Um, but they're, yeah, but the, the CEO of the company is now in Portland. Um, there's instructors all across the U S and, and including Hawaii even that are teaching massage therapists this technique. And I'm a firm believer that all massage therapists have got to learn barefoot because I'm trying to do this until I'm 80. Mm. And if I'm working with my hands for decades to come, I'm really not going to be able to be my full self and be fully strong and, and physically able to do this work. And using the feet and working with gravity instead of against it is a, is a real treat to do. I was going to say, when I was working at the chiropractic office, we had a partnership with the local massage therapy clinic in like deals, essentially them getting adjustments us getting massages for the fact of like they're hunched over the whole time so i was curious the longevity of being able to do barefoot massage oh my gosh the biomechanics are number one that's what they really honed in on during massage school is is eyes up chest up uh, you know hips under legs and shoulders over waist and but in certain things that they would teach us, I'm like, but there's no other way to get to this maneuver. There's no way to, to get to this body part in the most effective way if I'm yeah. not hunched over and if I'm not digging in with my thumbs. And I just thought, you know, like, there's got to be a better way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Mays, Billy Mays here, massage therapy. There's got to be a better way. And, I, and barefoot massage is the way. And the coolest part about it is that my clients get way better results than traditional hands-on because we get more of a surface area it's we accomplish way more in our time together than if I would only use my hands so using in the combination it's well better bang for your buck if you Mm. want to call it that yeah Um, and you feel this whole you can access the parasympathetic nervous system way quicker and people feel the effects of it for days and days post-massage compared to hands-on. Gotcha. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Oh, I want you to try it. I'm, I'm, always, to it. I'm always down to try. I mean, the worst thing that could happen is I leave and I feel the same, which I exactly. feel like, well, and that, so I wanted to ask you, let's say I've never gotten barefoot massage. I've only known massage with hands. I only known massage with the dim lighting and the candles lit. How do you set this up and how do you not sell, but how do you promote this as a viable option to someone who comes into your clinic and has never heard of it? Ooh, yes. That's a great point. I want to break the stigma around this. I want people to know about this. I think it's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's everything clearly i'm dedicating my life to it and sharing it with the world (laughs) (laughs) getting my feet as on as many people as possible uh because yeah lord knows we need it yeah so as for as for educating people on it um let me think let me think again losing my train of thought but we're coming back to it love it be natural we're just having a conversation i love it i'm having 
having so much fun. I feel that. I was so nervous at the beginning, but here we are. I'm feeling like myself. Thank you. Yeah, I knew we'd get here. I'm not worried. <laughs> it's the warm up. It's the warm up. <laughs> awesome. Let me thank you. Yeah. Uh, one of one of the ways that I help educate potential clients on is really just asking them and hearing their experience with massage for people who already already understand the benefit of massage in general. Love working with those kinds of people. And I love working with folks who have never received a massage. And so for the for the first people who do understand the benefit of massage, sometimes they say, you know, I've never received a massage that was quite deep enough for what I needed. I was always asking them to use more pressure. And they said, okay, I'm using as I'm using my full body weight, you know, yeah. with my hands and it's, and it's still not what they need. Yeah. Um, and for people who, who might be uneasy about massage or who might um, just not understand the benefits of it, I love to introduce them to yo massage, which is something else that I do. So it's an introduction to receiving therapeutic, safe, non-sexual touch in general. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the, some of the yo massage stuff I've put out there? I have. And I was going to ask you to talk a little bit more about that because it's yoga and massage. It, it, it combines the principles of yoga and massage, okay. but it's not a yoga class. It's, mm. it's a massage modality that I offer. It's an opportunity to receive massage in a small group setting I only work with five people at a time, no more than that, Love five that. people max. So everyone will receive at least 15 to 20 minutes of hands-on time per yo massage class because it's a 90-minute class. Yeah. So it makes touch more accessible for folks at a lower cost. So it, it, it dips their toes in the water of, of receiving massage and the benefits of it. Yeah. That's really <laughs> so cool. during class... We focus on breathing, mindfulness meditation, and it's not so much a mindfulness meditation. It's really simply mindfulness because sometimes meditation gets people all cringy. Yeah. And yep. Because people say like, oh, I can't meditate. I'm like, well, me neither, but we can breathe and be mindful of our breath and boom, that's it. it there it is. <laughs> it's very, it's yeah, it's more, um, it's more digestible. It's more approachable for people. They're just saying, oh, we're going to meditate for the first 10 minutes of class. <laughs> yeah. Med- well, meditation is yeah. a buzzword that makes people somewhat anxious because mm-hmm. totally there isn't the understanding that, okay, meditating isn't saying that, and I talked about this a little bit with Matt, like meditation isn't saying that I'm not going to think about anything during this time. It's saying that whatever thoughts may come, I'll allow them to flow through me. Whatever moments I'm feeling, I'm just going to let myself feel that. Just like clouds in the sky, just letting them pass. They can stay around if they want, but they don't have to stay long. They can go. They can move and go as they please. We're just vibing. Without judgment. Yeah. So that's a, that's, how I love to start class with the yo massage classes is just getting in the zone a little bit yeah. and just noticing being here in this moment and being proud and celebrating the fact that, Hey, you're here to explore something new and you're taking care of yourself right now, which will huh, community care plug will always take care of others um, right. and, and really affect the world around you. So during classes, the, the real entree of the class, if you will, 
the breathing and the mindfulness meditation is really the appetizer, but the main course is getting into very comfortable, cozy, restorative yoga postures. Mm -hmm. And these are poses that you would relax in for about seven to 10 minutes at a time. During that, I come around and perform hands-on massage to each client in the class, depending on, depending on what makes the most sense for the position that they're in. So they are, so the clients are supported by giant yoga pillows, blankets, the yoga blots, we're all on yoga mats, all global pandemic friendly with using hand sanitizer in between each person. And I wear my mask when I come around. Yeah. So just making sure that everyone feels safe, secure, and held in that space of class. That's awesome. Yeah, girl. Well, how did you, how did you discover your massage or is this like another Denver thing? (laughs) Denver (laughs) has a lot of things. We do. It is, it's a real, it's a real dream. Yeah. Colorado is Colorado is really something, really something else. Yo Massage originated up in Portland. Two gals created it back in 2018. And so that's another kind of company that is working with massage therapists to get them certified in these different modalities. Mm-hmm. So they can just spread the spread the goodness and joy of of touch to people because touch touch deprivation is real. For sure. Yes. And we don't, I don't think we touch enough in society. I mean, now, now it's difficult. We don't. And I don't, I don't know how much we're going to (laughs) do after this pandemic. Yeah. It's really a shift. It's very, it's fascinating. Mm. Yeah. And, and a bit sad because touch, you know, coming back to connection, like touches connection. And for a lot of people that brings people to their best selves and it bring and it brings a sense of peace it brings a sense of ease and relaxation when when touch occurs in a in a non-sexual manner of just a loving safe handhold touch on the shoulder Mm. a hug a a pat on the pat on the pat on the knee you know (laughs) just really simple simple touches yeah yeah it, it, it lacks and i found that like especially immediately post quarantine here in Denver, when the world started to open back up for us about mid-May, I was able to see clients again. No one came to me because they were in pain. Mm. Everyone came to me because they needed touch and needed connection, socialization, and everyone was losing their minds and stressed out for sure. like crazy. And so it was so special to be able to give that, give that love to people and people are still coming in new clients that haven't received a hug in months and months and months. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. But there's nothing better than just having that space for people to just feel and be and not have to do and have it be a little, not a little bit, a lot a bit of an escape from the unrest of the world. It was a scary time. I mean, I... Yeah, it's I'm, still scary, Christy. It's still scary. It, it's still scary because we are still in a pandemic. I'm, I'm trying to think of how long I went without a hug. It was a very long time. I'm not a physical touch person either. Um, I don't categorize myself in that love language, but 
I have friends who very much are physical touch people. So I'm like, let me check in on them. Just like checking on your extrovert mm-hmm. friends. Um, I love that meme. That <laughs> they're in. not okay. They're not okay. They're not doing yeah. well. They are not still. <laughs> they are not being still. Um, no, they have cleaned the house four times in the past hour. Like they are not well. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think mm. it was three months or so. Because what things happened in March. Yeah, I want to say it was yeah. like three or so months. I didn't. I didn't visit my family. You know, I missed holidays and because we didn't know. You know, we didn't know. It's the unknown. What that really. You know, we didn't really we didn't know out, the transition. Yeah. We didn't know the transmission. We didn't know, you know, who was really at risk. We didn't know, you know, and what would be worse that it's such an oxymoron that the thing that has the greatest level of healing was the thing that could create the greatest amount of harm. What a concept mm-hmm. to sit with. We hug, we we'll get that, that, you know. Yeah get that flood of oxytocin and endorphin goodness serotonin gorgeous hormones that we golly we just we need them them. we need them to keep our sanity it is oh yeah right you know these people who aren't able to see their parents uh be with their loved ones who work in healthcare who weren't able to see their grandparents like people who create such love and their aura creates such a calming effect in such an uncertain scary time you couldn't get that hit you know and couldn't get that dopamine couldn't get fix. that dope that dopamine get that, get that dope get that, that dope natural dope. drug we love a good natural drug we love also that. we love, love that all mm. natural right god isn't love the best love is god, dope. can i just say love is I love love. Oh, oh. yes. You felt that? <laughs> oh, girl, feel it so deeply. It's so incredible. Love it. Right. And that's the thing that's coming out of this time too, is people are waking up to the fact that relationships are important, not even romantic relationships, but just keeping ties with those who you love, those who you like, those who you think are, oh, they're okay you know quality don't have to love everyone quality over quantity the the people who you felt very drawn to reach out to during this time listen to your body listen to your body people who you didn't necessarily feel as drawn to listen to your body because the body doesn't lie lie. the body speaks the body will speak your truth if you don't speak your truth Mm. yeah if you don't make time for wellness (laughs) Get ready for illness. Get ready. (laughs) Right? Well, and something very prominent, even with working, like, I think a lot of people understand, like, I only want to do what I love. And I only want to make time for people and things that I love. So, like, people starting a new career, starting new jobs or businesses and understanding, like, look, I don't know what's going to happen, but, like, the world was a scary place and I never want to feel like that again. Mm -hmm. I want to feel that sense of, like, I'm living. Let's say the world is like this for another couple of years. Like I'm living my life, you know? And, and yeah, you use the word feel like, I don't yeah. want to feel like this again. Yeah. People are feeling again. It yes. seems like yes. generally that feel that people are softening up 
And that's so, so great. Oh, I just love it so much that the feeling, the the softness of life, it's coming back a bit. The compassion's coming back. We're coming back to center. We're coming back to our mean, our average. Yes. There will... Well, there will always be outliers. It's a whole spectrum. Life is a whole spectrum. There will always be, always be folks on either end just really haven't, really are not doing the work and they're not really liking themselves. Yeah. You know, and th- that, will, that will be there. The goal, hopefully, is to just get everyone back. Yeah. Yeah, just bring it back. Back bring into back the middle. Now. Well, yeah. I think it's actually, I didn't mean for this to be a segue, but I love that this kind Let of, it. Your, it your business is called Recenter Denver, yes? Recenter Therapeutic Massage. Love that. Recenter Denver was just my cute little Instagram handle. Love that. So I was like, oh, I need it to be shorter because people don't know how to spell therapeutic. I don't either. <laughs> Where does the A go? <laughs> Where the hell E-U? What, what is this nonsense? <laughs> this is too much effort. Too much. Yes. So I, I did want to ask, yes. how did you come up with the name Recenter? How did you feel? Like, what do you feel that your mission is? what's your vision Mm -hmm. I it took me a a bunch of time to come up with a word because again (laughs) our souls don't speak English but for some reason I was really drawn to our words like revival renew refresh rejuvenate and I was like, I don't want to be rejuvenate therapeutic massage. People yeah. will think it's something different. Like, I don't want to be revival because that's more so like a religious mm-hmm. thing. Like, no, I want it to be more like come as you are. We're all in this together. High school musical, just really something <laughs> a little more fluffy, but something that's also scientific. Like we are literally recentering your body we are helping your spine get more aligned we're stretching it out but also it's a return to self that because of course you know just thinking about reflecting on my own experience with receiving massage and when i feel the best and how i feel like what word can what word can encapsulate that and the closest thing to that was recenter coming back to center just mm. always getting getting down to that homeostasis always Love that. finding that sense of balance and equilibrium but i just loved i just loved um just recenter that it, it just came out it was great yeah Find and you. then i wanted to have therapeutic massage in there just because that's what i do mm. you know but of course had to had to give it a good old have to give give it a good old title recenter love that yes. so recenter therapeutic massage and I wanted to ask you as well, because I've heard massage therapists and I've heard masseuse. What's the difference between them? Are they the same or what? Mm -hmm. A massage therapist is a licensed practitioner. So they have gone to school for hundreds of hours. They put in the time, very anatomy based, like I mentioned. Um, Some schools are different. Um, Some are accredited. Some are quote unquote approved schools. So as long as you're going to a legit school, it's, right. <laughs> that is where you can um, earn your massage license. And there's, ins- you got to pay for insurance each year. Uh, you have to, let me think about what else. 
Um, you have to do continuing education requirements to stay up to date on mm -hmm. your stuff, just to make sure you're still, you know, you still got your street creds and you're still learning, evolving, changing, growing, mm, all that good stuff. Yes, mm -hmm. please. Yes, please. <laughs> As for masseuses, masseuse is a term that encapsulates someone who is not licensed. And those are people who work at what are known as massage parlors okay. and that has more of a sketchy undertone to it so it's unlicensed people usually giving massages that are not a lot of not 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 a lot of money and they do sexual acts in their work which is illegal hmm. so big difference between a licensed massage therapist and a masseuse people refer to masseuses as as licensed people but um yeah, masseuse isn't isn't the best term to use, and and it's it's not the correct term to use to describe someone who is a licensed massage therapist doing this healing therapeutic work. Love that. Well, I think that's important for people to know because if we're using them interchangeably, we want to make sure that we are being impeccable with our word, for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, so I wanted to add my last. We love Don Miguel Ruiz. Yes. I love. That you just said that four four agreements. Well, I can't list them off, but like be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Um, we're gonna get there. Always do it. your best. I know that's the last one, but the fourth one I can never. Or I can never remember the third one. <sighs> pilgrims. Don't make assumptions. <laughs> That's always the one I forget, which is hilarious because that's my favorite one, right? Oh <laughs> that's gosh. literally the one I try to put out the most. But I, I liked that it was broken down those four concepts. However, there is some stuff in there. I'm like, wow, this is woo woo, but this is even more woo woo for me. Oh, <laughs> but, get there. Let's get there. Yes. But even it's just it's very simple. Like, say what you mean, mean what you say. It's not about you. Don't assume it's about you. Try your best to understand that it's not about you. You know, like mm -hmm. golden rules. Like treat others how you want to be treated. At the end of the day, it's not about you. It's like at never, the end of the day, I, I, I reflect on this a bunch. Like, why am I doing all these things for my business? Why am I having photo shoots? Why am I posting? Like, yeah. yes, it's for, it's for me. And, but it's, at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about my clients, my future clients, and helping them loving them, helping them get through major times in their lives or not. And just yeah. keeping up on, on their wellness and their own self-community care. It's not about me. Never I'm, been. I'm, I'm here to just do my stuff of what I feel like is best for folks and bring some light and love to this world that seems so harsh and dark and yucky sometimes. hundred percent. Well, yeah, life is thing, hard. The thing is, the world will always be here. The world has always been here. So for us to think it's about, like for me to think it's all about me is, is I don't want to say small-minded, but it's not seeing the full picture because the world was functioning and doing its thing well before me and it's going to do it its thing do it after, after me. Yes. <laughs> so, it, you know, to think it's all about you Mm -hmm. rude awakening like mm -hmm. hi welcome welcome, welcome the world, to the welcome to the rest of the world the world yeah. will let you know that it is not about you for sure 
I gotta, I gotta share something that I thought about before. Um, but a few years ago I had a major aha moment mm -hmm. and um, I, I was in massage school. I moved away from Colorado. I was a bit lost. I eventually found myself back to Colorado into my true calling. But while I was away from Colorado for that short period of time, I went to a yoga class. I went to this yoga class every day for, for about a month. That was helping me get out of bed when in this time where I was just feeling real, real unrecentered, if you will. What's the opposite of re? Uh, we'll figure it out. Fact check it. <laughs> right. Fact check. But I wasn't feeling like my full self. I, I yeah, wasn't, wasn't feeling true Courtney. And at the big aha moment occurred when the teacher said, you are put on, you were, you are here for a reason. It might be many reasons. It might be one reason, but you're here for a purpose mm. and you are born with gifts and that's a blessing, but it's your responsibility to, to use those gifts to fulfill your purpose here. And waterfalls, I I never knew that it was okay to cry during a yoga, a yoga class. It was I feel like uh, it happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. Oh, it's so beautiful and pure when it happens. Mm, such a, such a huge fan of emoting while moving your body. Ooh, that's why I just like, I'm missing, I'm missing red rocks so bad, Christy, just moving to the music and being in community. Oh my gosh. So here's mm -hmm. the thing you know, come for massage school, stay for the music. So I can't wait for you to come to Colorado and we can boogie our, Lugiar took us off at a at a concert one day soon. Love that. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> um, let me think. Yeah, just using your gifts. That I was like, I I didn't realize that. Like, I had such things like that are that would be considered gifts. Gifts, you that, say? <laughs> oh, presents for me? Who me? A present? <laughs> but at that moment, I was like, wow. Like, I'm in this crazy part of my life. And I can still, I can still move forward. And, you know, that, like that chasing of that it feeling that, that aha moment, it's, um, yeah, I'm just forever indebted to that yoga teacher for setting me straight and mm -hmm. saying, you know what, enough's enough. I need to, I need to be me, you know, cause I wasn't mm -hmm. being me at that time. I need to just, I need to find out what the hell my gifts are. I sometimes I still don't even know what I'm what the heck I'm doing. We don't know our superpowers. No, no, and it's sometimes it takes someone else to say, "Hey, this is what you're good at. Hey, this is how you add value to my life. Hey, this is how, you know, all the all the things." So sometimes you need the people back to community. Hmm. What it's all about, and so yeah, really special. Yeah, really special. I've I've been thinking of it even recently in the thought of the spiritual world thought and found it fit that you be here in this moment at this very time for whoever is around you, mm, you know, who you needed to be when you were younger. Yeah. Like they, it, in this moment you were needed for this goal, this talent, this, whatever you might call it, this beneficial factor, but It's such a relieving, releasing feeling once you are like, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I'm here for. And understanding that in doing things for yourself 
in a way that we call it selfish, but like doing things for yourself in the best way that you know how and not for anyone else, not for comments, not for likes, mm-hmm. not for clout, doing it because that is where you're flowing mm-hmm. is so beautiful. And then you will never want to go back. You will never want to. It won't be worth it. No amount of money, no uh, amount of accolades, no amount of approval from whoever will ever make you want to go back to that. 100% times a thousand. Yes. It's beautiful. Honestly. I. Mm. And And the right people attract you. Thank you for taking responsibility for your gifts, Christy Idiong. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. I love it. This is, a, this is an, a really, really incredible thing that you're doing with this podcast. And do you remember when we chatted on the phone, maybe two or three years back when you yeah. said, when you, when you just started the idea of Cornerstones, Cornerstone yeah. Conversations, and we talked on the phone for like an hour and just did like that, 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 We were that, vibing. Just, Ooh, girl we've been vibing since Ripping. since what 2012 um, 2012 baby <laughs> yeah, yes we have been vibing that is a scientific fact yeah. uh but i just remember that you just had this huge vision for this and i was yeah. sharing with you things about my massage life and and just our lives at that time and yeah. just look at look at look at us it's like that paul rudd uh meme hey hey gift, look at gift. us hey hey who would have thought? Not me. Not me. <laughs> not me. Not not me. Nope. nope. I. Yes. I. Very, I very, do very remember that. Um, yeah. I, mean, I remember where I was. I was sitting in my old apartment, and uh, I remember just like I remember shaking, just being just like so buzzed and so lit up by our conversation. Vibrations are a real thing. It's when the right people are vibrating with you. And like, I'm making the motion of like my fingers, like moving in a circle. But Mm -hmm. if you're vibrating at the same frequency, you're not going to hit, you're just going to emit. Right. Mm -hmm. But if someone's going at a higher level than you, there's a chance that you hit. And that tends to be those times of when you're growing and those times of, wow, why do I keep fighting with so-and-so? I've never fought with them like this. It's like, they're just not on the, the same vibration. And that's okay. That's it's okay. Right because that, because we're all on our own paths and journeys of, of, of that. Exactly. It's, I'm just, I'm, the 2020 has sucked, but it's also been an awakening for those who have let themselves be still because it, because I was able to allow myself to just be like, okay, why is this happening? Sit with this. I was able to sit down and be like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I keep, don't talk about it, be about it. People be talk a lot, so, you know, people talk a lot, so I watch what they do. It, do it. What, what time than now? Yes, woman. No you better know, time than the present. No better time than the present. Maybe the future, but no better time than the present. Can't fix the past. <laughs> No, we, freedom is uh, a book that I want to talk to you about. The quotes in it, it's a, our, it says something like, our greatest freedom is how we react to things. Yes. And what is that reaction? That is your present moment experience. Yeah. 
one of our greatest freedoms is how we react to things. I'm like, ooh, honey. Mm-hmm. What book? Was, what book was that? And was that the the um, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse? Yeah. Or- yes, that book is everything to me. I have gifted it to um, people as baby books um, to some clients who really needed it. That book is so simple and just speaks truth about the realness of the human experience. It is. Oh, it's fantastic. So simple. It's not a heavy scientific book at all. It is really just Love a it. fun, jaunty little number. And it's just really, it's spectacular. Everyone should get this book. It's not just a baby book. It's a life book. Love it. I yeah. love, I love hearing the books that people gift others with. For me, it's mm. the Fred Factor. Um, for, I that. It's one of my favorite books and it's, you would really jive with it because it's very pre-campy NSOE, but it's the concept that you can take something very ordinary and by putting your spit on it, using your talents, letting yourself be great in that moment, you give others permission to be great. That is you, splendid. Yeah. You make ordinary moments into extraordinary moments. Um, yeah. And the premise is the author who is like a speaker, world traveler and all that sort of stuff, his mailman, Fred, or male person, Fred uh, would go above and beyond for the people he would deliver mail to, to the fact of like getting to know who he was delivering mail to. So it's like, Hey, are you traveling? Let me know. Send me your schedule. Let me know when you're traveling. So I won't leave mail at your place so that it doesn't look like people are there, you know, like little things like that, little nuances like that. So that's why earlier I was saying like, we don't know our superpowers. We don't because they're just things we just Mm-hmm. yeah no brainers that fred what a stand-up guy great wow. guy great Huge guy. Fan. <laughs> yeah he uh just going the extra mile when he doesn't even think he's going the extra mile he's just being himself exactly that's the ticket that's the extraordinary spin yeah. on that so how, how do we how do we get people to see their talents though you know i, I mm. guess lollipop moments of like you tell people when they've done something special for you recognition is huge and yeah. not being or just yeah not being afraid of of praising someone yeah. when you know they've done a great job with something or you just say out of the blue like hey i really enjoy your sense of humor it really brings a smile on my face when mm-hmm. we when we connect yeah. something as simple as that yeah. It really does make so much simple things. Thing. It's the simple things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we don't have the answer because it's so individual. That's true. Yeah. But it, going back to the four agreements, trying our best mm. every day, just putting our best foot forward, one foot in front of the other mm. and just picking up on little things. And we might not even be good at it at first. And that is Okay. It's okay to not know how to recognize someone, but to be aware of that, I would love to segue into the second recommendation. Oh, sure. <laughs> what was it? Uh, wherever you go, there, there you, you are. are. Yep, by John Kabat-Zinn. He created mindfulness-based stress reduction, okay. um, and he does a bunch of teacher trainings, but he is basically, and he wouldn't say this, but he is the father of, of mindfulness and being in the present moment you know, it's in the book title, wherever you go, there you are. That was one of the first books I read on mindfulness. And 
another giant elongated aha moment that book was for me mm. of just just being here and noticing and then taking action but don't worry about taking any concrete action just be here um, but I'd say yeah, recognizing others and, and giving others love with words it counts it matters and then those little moments where you're present and you're recognizing like oh wow that person's really cool or oh they did something very helpful for that other person over there you know yeah. just, re- just really just sprinkling dazzling wow. little bits and pieces of connection affection all the all of that why are people so afraid to just i mean this is i guess a rhetorical question and but why are people so afraid to be like you did really good with that like that was really awesome i would have never thought to do that because vulnerability is frightening to people. I know I have my fair share of vulnerability hangovers. Thank you to Brene Brown for that term, putting the words to something I could not explain from my heart. This Brene Brown chick, she's just, she's just given all these ahas. <laughs> that woman, she's channeling something. She's right. a force, force of good, force of good for sure. So real, so authentic. Oh, again, huge fan, huge fan of her work yeah. and her as a person. Uh, it's the people putting themselves out there. I, Christy, I, I, could, I don't really know. Why are people so not there to just recognize others for, for doing good things and, or calling people out and saying, hey, that's, no, that's not acceptable. Mm. You need to fix that. Especially with, you know, global unrest with all the things i almost feel like to your point the reason that it's so difficult to call out or call in be like hey that's not right is because it's the way that it's always been done so maybe that's the same reason that we don't praise people because that's just the way that it's always been done i think you're onto something i I think at least for me, again, we're not comfortable. We're not comfortable being uncomfortable because we have not put into practice what it means to be sore spiritually and to be in pain. Mm-hmm. So instead of talking to our our parents or talking to our uncles and aunts or our family members or those closest to us and being like, "Hey, like that was acceptable," I'm putting that in air quotes, acceptable when you were like younger. Mm-hmm. But that's like not the the move now. I think what happens too when we tell people older than us, like, "Hey, like, we say this now," <laughs> or, yep. "No, you 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 can't say that anymore because it's this." There's that fear of losing relevance, and there's that fear fear of being like, "Crap, I'm old, and now I have to face mortality because I don't know what's going on." Because when we're younger, think about it, when we're younger. And there's someone older than us who doesn't know, like, you don't know what Vine is. You don't know what Vine is. <laughs> yes. And then when it's flipped and it's like, tick what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> TikTok what? <laughs> You're saying just nonsense. Like, you know, like, even if you were to go back to Springfield, like, it's different. Like, even even being, what, four years out at this point, it's 
different. Mm-hmm. Like, how so? It, it the energy, the aura. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just different because it's a new generation of individual. I think. I think and this isn't to like criticize negatively, I think a part of it does have to do with us switching over to the Common app. Because I know for me, I discovered Springfield as like a hole-in-the-wall college of like, I. there are no coincidences. My PE, or my, yeah, my physical education teacher was like, hey, you want to look at physical therapy? You should really look at Springfield. And I thought nothing of it. I was like, oh, I haven't heard of it, so I don't care about it, right? Because mm-hmm. we have that mentality of like, oh, if I haven't heard of it, it's not a good school. I went to church one weekend. We're shooting, shooting the shit, ironically. Uh, um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, I was talking about, yeah, I want to do physical therapy, but I also want to play softball. And one of the parishioners was like, you should really try Springfield College. Have you ever heard of it? And I was like, ah, I did hear about it, but, you know, like I'll look into it, whatever. And then my athletic director, Coach Coase, who like love him look up to him in so many ways just for like how he carries himself and there's so many lessons that I gained from him not even being coached by him um just to be in his presence he was like oh yeah I went to Springfield like I think it'd be a good fit for you because I was talking about what I want to do I was like junior at the time he's like oh you know like Springfield actually has a program I went there and I was like okay within two weeks I've heard it three times the Mm -hmm. power of three right Love a good power of three. We love that here. Love it. Ah, love yes, it. continue. Power of three. There are no coincidences. And like, yes, there is that power of that. It was Coach Coe's. So like, if he told me like, hey, <laughs> dribble a basketball five times on your left hand and two times on your right twice a day to gain 10 more inches in height, I would do it. But (laughs) (laughs) it was (laughs) right. But it's really, it was really the way of me having heard it three different times. Like there's no coincidence. So I know I was meant to be there. So like I hadn't heard of Springfield college besides word of mouth through that, which I think a lot of people in our class that that's kind of what it is like. And a lot of us had PE teachers who went to Springfield college. Whereas now, like think about it, you can just on a, on the common app, you just look up your major, you apply, do a, whatever it, it is, you know, but like Springfield, like Wait. you had to like do your, a person, like what, two personal in-person, essays, in-person interview. in-person interview, like it felt very, felt, felt very selective. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Which, that's, that's literally what college is. It's a yeah. selection process. Of it's a massive selection folks. process. Yeah. yeah. Which but good thing, bad thing, who knows? neutral thing maybe yeah Yeah. but yeah springfield took it to that next level that's what i felt it's like oh this is such a special magical place it's the happiest place on what on earth yeah yeah it's crazy how energy shifts and energy changes and how just something as simple as changing to the common app gosh i haven't heard that term in eight years at this point (laughs) cringe right right Um, old now (laughs) how did we get here Mm. no not gonna don't do that that rabbit hole don't 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 open that do it (laughs) you can come back and we can do it but don't do it (laughs) now we'll save the energy it's there we'll save it we'll save it i'll channel it into my art channel it (laughs) channel it (laughs) channel recenter it recentering yes so last kind of thought that i want to 
somewhat leave with, but I want to like end on what's one way that listeners can recenter themselves today. Mm. Yes. Let me take a few moments. Please take as many moments. What's the rush? What's the, yeah. Let's take a sip. Cheers. Cheers, dear. Link. That's one way that you can recenter yourself. Uh, yes, I have it. Something that has greatly helped me and greatly helped people in my life is to journal, to brain dump, to set a timer on your phone for 10 minutes at least. 10 minutes used to cut it for me. Now I'm up to about 20 minutes of straight speaking your truth, grab a pen, piece of paper, and just go. See what comes out. It can be bad, good, neutral, horrifying, excellent, amazing, yeah, not amazing. It yeah. can, but it's your truth. Speak your truth to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Speak your truth with yourself. Just write what comes through and see what comes up. That is a way to recenter yourself today. Love that. Yeah. Writing is, writing is huge. Puts your brain, puts your, the cells in your body on paper in a way of translating what your body's trying to tell you yeah. and what your mind is, is running, running around about. It's a wonderful exercise. And it's a, it's a simple exercise. I feel like that is so often brought up, but it's true. Like you're taking everything that's not tangible and making it tangible. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see what comes it. up. Yeah. Even if it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo on the paper and you just start doodling or you realize that this exercise isn't resonating with you. Okay, move on. But at least you're, you're doing something. You're doing something that is letting the energy that you have in your body, your mind, your energy body, you're just letting it go, letting it move through you, letting the world move through you in terms of a pen and a paper simple as that love that well courtney thank you so much for riffing with me today and i cannot wait for everyone to hear this <laughs> because i had, had the time of my life thank you thank you welcome uh do you have any last thoughts regarding your book recommendations or just last words of wisdom I do. I wanted to share two podcast recommendations. Mm -hmm. One is a guy up in Vancouver. His name is Mark Groves. He calls himself a human connection specialist. This man also spews out universal truths of life. This guy is incredible talking about relationships in life to yourself, to others romantically with friendships, with family. This, this dude is the man. Uh, he has a podcast called uh, the Mark Rose podcast, but his Instagram is at create the love. And I just tell everyone in my life about him because he, he's just it. He's yeah. also just one giant aha moment um, for me in my life with my journey. So yes, big fan. Everyone's got to listen to him. The Mark Rose podcast. Uh, the second podcast that I wanted to share is Self Helpless by three comedians. 
they are authentic, true, real. They talk about different kinds of self-improvement, sometimes health and wellness, sometimes more really serious and important issues. Um, but they just speak their truth. And I, I'm just obsessed with their authenticity in the world as they are just moving about life. And they are in their 20s and 30s. So very relatable, Love very it. relatable humans. Yes. Thank you so much, Christy, for creating this gorgeous container so we can just share, vibe, and riff. Love it. We're yes. vibing, we're riffing, we're doing all the things. Oh, wow. You're just splendid, spectacular human. I'm just grateful to know you, and I love you. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.